0: This is the Shift Your Life Podcast with Transformation Coach Markeith Braden, Season 1. It's time to shift your life.
1: Welcome to the Shift Your Life Podcast, where it is all about shifting you from the mediocre life into a life of purpose, passion, and prosperity. If you are ready to shift your life and step into an extraordinary life, then join the movement at MarkeithBraden.com and sign up to receive transformational tools and resources that will be sure to shift your life into greater purpose, passion, and prosperity. And now your host, the shifted coach himself, Markeith Braden.
0: Good day shifters and welcome to the shift your life podcast. This is Markeith Brayton, your transformation shift coach and the host of the shift your life podcast. The mission of the shift your life podcast is to help individuals shift from just existing in life into living a life filled with purpose, passion and prosperity. As every time we have the show, I always like to share the motto of the show, and the motto of the Shift Your Life podcast is that success is the fulfillment of purpose, and the key to success is self-mastery. Shifters, I want to thank you for listening to the Shifter Life podcast every week. And I also want to remind you to go into iTunes, those of you who have iTunes accounts, and please rate the Shifter Life podcast show. I love to hear your comments and your encouragement. And so go on over to the iTunes store, look up my name, Markeith Braden, or Look up Shift Your Life podcast and leave us a podcast review. I would love to hear your comments. Also, know that every last one of these podcasts are on my website at markeithbrayton.com. And they are also in iTunes, once again, and in Stitcher. So go on over to my website if you want to listen to any of the past shows, and there you will find every last one of the past shows. And so once again, I appreciate you listening to us every week. You know, it is my passion to help individuals step greatly inside their purpose, to master their significance, and then also to identify and do work that they love so that they never work another day in their life. I have an awesome guest on today, and my guest's name is Ebony Combs. Ebony Combs is a best-selling author, speaker, renovation strategist, event host, My Black is Beautiful ambassador, and key contributor to Huffington Post, Moms Magazine, and Women's Elevation Magazine. Her message, Be Totally Transparent with Yourself and the World to Inspire True Healing, restoration, and inspiration. As a single mother, Combs knows firsthand the struggles of overcoming adversity and has most resiliently done so. Known as the Naked Professor, she is determined to influence other women to pursue their dreams. Ebony has appeared in a number of publications, including O, The Oprah Magazine, Ebony, Essence, and Uptown Magazines. She has also been a guest on Radiotherapy with Terrence J, Divas and Dorks, and Cocktails with Mom. And so, Shifters, I want you to help me welcome Miss Ebony Combs, the Naked Professor. Welcome, Ebony.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: We're so glad that you have decided to uh, spend time with the Shifter Life podcast and with my listening audience, whom I affectionately call The Shifters. And so, Ebony, I just shared a little bit of information concerning you. Why don't you take us a little bit more deeper into who you are and your business and why you do what you do?
1: Hmm, that's a mouthful. (laughs) But what who I am as far as just a woman of God and a woman who is so imperfect, but I choose to operate in that imperfection and helping heal and restore other women through being transparent and authentic in the way that I live on a daily basis, my experiences, my journey, knowing that it's not my own, the things that I've been through have not been for myself. It's been for me to help others and restore and heal and teach women how to live authentically themselves and what I call being naked, seeing themselves naked, being so transparent that no one else can tell their story like they can. Your truth belongs to you and no one else. So that's what and who I am. That's what I do. I'm passionate about it. It's my purpose. Um, I know that that's what I'm here for. So I do that through several ways, through Naked Conversations with Ebony, which is where I go into your home, I come to your girlfriend's night out, and we just discuss everything candidly, you know, for a two-hour period, that's what we do. I do that through Day of Direction, which is a mini VIP day with me, and that's where we talk about getting bare, speaking about beauty, aspirations, resilience, empowerment, you know, those four steps, what that looks like for a woman, and so... That that's basically what I do. I love being an ambassador for Procter and Gamble, which is I'm a My Black is Beautiful ambassador. It's a national campaign that pours into the black communities, more specifically women, women of color to teach them that their beauty comes from the inside out. And so with being an ambassador, I was able to marry my brand of I am Ebony and the passion and purpose that I have with my brand with another global presence, which is Procter & Gamble. It's been an amazing journey for me, and I could not say thank you enough for the opportunity. And I know that all the things I've gone through have been purposed for this time.
0: Awesome. Deep dive. And we appreciate you sharing that. And so the theme for today's show is see yourself Naked, And so Ebony will be able to go into greater detail on this theme as we go throughout our questions for today. You know, it is very important to the Shift Your Life podcast that our conversations that we have are conversations that help individuals truly live inside their purpose, help individuals to truly master their significance, because it is of great importance to me. And one of my favorite quotes is a quote by Dr. Miles Monroe. And that quote simply says that the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose, moreover, life without direction. But then he goes on to say within this very same quote that the greatest failure in life is to be successful at the wrong assignment. And so, the true essence of the Shift Your Life podcast is to help individuals become successful at their right assignment, at their calling at the very thing for which they were created to do. And so why is it important to you, Ebony, that individuals identify their purpose in life and know what they are really called to do?
1: It's important to me that individuals will identify their purpose and know exactly what they're called to do because we can't live life going through the motions. It's important to be happy, to have peace in your life. And I truly believe you won't accomplish that if you don't know why you're here. It's very important to know your why. And when you identify that, you're able to give more and be more in the world instead of just wasting space and going through the motions.
0: Knowing your why. Knowing your why is important. And I've heard a lot of speakers, a lot of different podcasts, a lot of different coaches talk about knowing your why You know, how did you come to know your why and what are some of the things that you asked yourself or some of the things that you did to help identify clearly what your why was?
1: I was able to happen upon my why by living and not being afraid of the very thing that was staring me back in my face. Hmm. I had learned how to overcome adversity with such resilience that I ran from it. I thought it was something wrong with the fact that you know, I was able to take an issue and problem solve my way through it and, you know, sometimes cry through it. But I was OK on the other side. I thought that I, that meant I was numb to things instead of knowing that that was my gift. And I was just able to re- refine that after birthing my daughter, being a single mom. That was a very tough time for me. And I had a coach where I invested in myself. And she told me, you know, the one thing you're fearing is where you're supposed to be. And we did an exercise where I looked in the mirror and she asked me, what do you see? And the moment when I knew I did not recognize the woman that was staring back at me, that was an issue. So I wanted to work through that. And the way I did that was by journaling. I wrote every single day about you know, what would make me happy, what my dreams were, what I had been doing. I had to look at the past, whether I wanted to or not, the good, the bad, the ugly, I had to face all of it. And- Through writing that down and seeing it in black and white and seeing that, you know what, I was harboring feelings that shouldn't be there anymore. Things that happened 10 years ago shouldn't even matter today, but they still mattered in my life. I was still punishing myself. I hadn't forgiven myself. So going through those steps of recognizing that I was putting on the makeup, but it was not helping. It masked things for other people. But for me, I still felt the same. I wanted to recognize who it was that was looking back at me. I recognized that I had you know, not paid attention to the mirror, had avoided it for a long time because I was too afraid. And once I saw that fear had been crippling me, that I had been you know, riding around life in a wheelchair and wanting to break free but didn't know how, I invested in myself. So that's what it takes. You have to invest in yourself. You have to get real with yourself. And the moment I realized I had been living for other people, I had not been living for myself, I had not forgiven myself for past things that were beyond my control, I was able to break free. And through that freedom, I recognized that my journey as a single mom was meant for for me to empower other women, to show them we can be more than just a mom. We can overcome having a bad relationship, to have that brokenness. Our children are not cursed. You know, and so from looking at that, analyzing my own situation, taking the necessary steps to do that through journaling, through looking in the mirror and doing those exercises, commanding my day through affirmations, I've come out so much cleaner. Like I said, I'm operating in my imperfection because I don't believe there's a, a perfect man or a woman in, in existence. Uh, but I also understand through what should have killed me it made me stronger. And it's my opportunity to live in why I was born. And that is to share with other women that they can do the exact same thing because I was just an ordinary woman with extraordinary dreams.
0: I like what you said when you said you practice or your coach encouraged you to look in the mirror and ask, who did you see? And you simply said that when you looked in the mirror, you did not recognize the individual that was looking back at you. And so I asked this question to those who are listening on today. When you look in the mirror, who do you see? Do you see someone who is fearful and afraid to act on that and which is in your heart? Do you see someone who is limiting themselves because of what they feel like they may not have compared to others? Or maybe you see someone who is celebrated and excited and passionate about moving forward. But the purpose of the exercise is to stare in the mirror at the person who is in the mirror, asking yourself, what do you see? Les Brown has a quote that I use a lot of times when I'm coaching clients, and it simply says that it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. And so sometimes it's necessary to get that coaching and to get that mentoring and get that uh, guidance from someone else who has the ability to see from an external point of view because you're the person that's in the frame. Wonderful exercise to practice on a daily basis to look in the mirror and see who do you see? You know, we talk a lot about success, we talk a lot about progress and moving forward. And we get to see the accolades of many people at the point of their success. But I think that it's always important to hear and listen to what were the sufferings or the struggles or the obstacles that helped individuals get to their success. And so, this next question is, what's been the biggest obstacle that you have had to overcome in following your passion and stepping and standing in your purpose?
1: Hmm. The biggest obstacle that I've had to overcome outside of being a single mom and going through that entire journey would have to be even my professional shift. Where I'm standing right now, I'm not sure I'd be brave enough to do had I not had the experience of being in an office where I was always uncomfortable. I didn't I found that in our uncomfortable moments, that's when we operate the best. We may run from that discomfort, but that's where we're supposed to be in order to stretch ourselves and grow. And so with my professional shift, I was in corporate America in human resources working, and I did not know exactly what I wanted to do, but I had to deal with you know, workplace issues where... People thought that I should not be in a position that I was in because I was young and educated and black. So I had to deal with management who told me I was intimidating mm. because I just walked in a room and people paid attention. Those were the exact words used in a meeting to me. You're intimidating. And I did not know how to receive that at first because I was raised in a two parent home where it was, look, you prepare yourself for the future through education. You know, you go get educated, you walk in a room, stay confident, not arrogant, but make sure that you're confident in your skill set and what you bring to the table. And so it was contradictory of what I had been raised to do and be. And initially it, it hit me like a ton of bricks that the one thing that I was really good at working a room and walking in there, not meeting a stranger. And I had the credentials to go with it, no matter how young I was, no matter if I had natural hair and tattoos, I was prepared. I had done all the necessary steps to be prepared for where I was and earned it. Uh, And so for that to be told to me, it was frustrating. So I went on a job hunt. I filled out over a hundred applications, went on several interviews, made it through several rounds and still nothing was opening up. But then my Black is Beautiful posted an opportunity to become a national ambassador. And it was one day, I remember seeing it come across my screen and I said, I have an hour left before I'm supposed to leave. And it was this lengthy application that we had to do essay questions and, you know, the whole nine to. And so I said, look, I'm just going to go for it. I did it. I ended up going through all the rounds that it took to be an ambassador. So I'm the application to the onsite interviews with big name people within the PNG organization and the agency that they used the Facebook voting. And then I got the opportunity, but my job wouldn't allow me to take a leave of absence for three days. It wouldn't allow me to use the vacation I had earned over the July 4th, you know, holiday. And even one of those three days was actually a July 4th holiday. Hmm. And so I had to make a choice. Do I stay here and deal with the known being uncomfortable knowing that the promotion was not going to come, being at an employer where they told me exactly how much I was worth. It was only this and it was a cap on it. Or do I go here, take this leap of faith, be a radical in my decision-making and go for this opportunity where I did not know what was gonna come of it, but I knew it was operating within the why that I recently realized. So I'd say that that's the turning point for me. Definitely was that entire experience and that's my struggle that's actually helped me build that resilience muscle in what I'm doing right now.
0: Wow. Wow. So you had to make a decision. Yes. You had to make a intentional decision about what you wanted in your life. And so can you tell us a little bit about what are some of the lessons you learned once you decided and pressed your way towards that opportunity or towards the dream that you have for your own life, realizing that there was more, more for you to achieve.
1: I'd say what I've learned, the va, and priceless lessons actually that I've learned have been that no matter what, no matter what the financial risk may be because I'm a single mother, as I told you before, and that requires me to financially be established and secure for her, I can't just think of myself. So taking risk has to be calculated for me. I can't just go on the whim all the time. But I have a great village who, you know, I was able to discuss some things with and they've been there for me. So it kind of eased the burden that I had. I explained to them what I was doing. It was important for me to understand what I wanted. And once I recognized what I wanted, the lessons that came from that is there is no greater peace Than operating in your passion. Hmm. Money will not give you peace, Uh, a false sense of security in a every two week paycheck or an every month paycheck from someone who tells you this is the best you're going to be or stand in line out of 800 to see if you can get this promotion. And then it comes with sometimes lines that should not be crossed, personal things that come in line, not come into play. Not always just what you're, you know, based off of your own merit as far as your education and your experience, your expertise. Sometimes it comes into where people may feel a certain way about you and that's factored in there. So there's been no greater peace for me than to know I'm operating in my purpose. The money will come. You know, the more exposure will come. The global presence and the national impact will come if I just continue to do what I was designed to do. And so the lesson from that is just stay tenacious, make sure that I have you know, the fight that I need to have in order to stay on this journey, to not get discouraged because I stayed in that position for four years. It took me four years to, to learn, to stretch myself, to not allow other people to change me. And that's the reason why I came up with, are you ready to see yourself naked? based on authenticity, based on transparency, because it's so important. And that's one of the lessons that I learned that I will not any longer apologize for being me. And that's what I've been doing is dimming my light for other people. And that's what I encourage women to not do. Don't dim your light for small minds.
0: Don't dim your light for small minds. And there's no greater place of peace than walking and resting in your passion. Words from Ebony Combs. And so as we move forward in this interview, I'd like to, you know, really dig deep into some of those challenges and things that you've had to endure in order to, you know, really walk in a place of purpose and passion. You know, a Bible study last night, my pastor was talking about uh, succeeding in the midst of suffering. And while we were having that conversation, it really hit me that the fact of the matter really is, is that there's no true success in life without suffering. We all have to go through a level of suffering in order to get the results that we desire to have. Even if it's just a financial, if you want to become wealthy, or if you want to get out of debt, there is a level of suffering that one must go through in order to get to that point. And sometimes that suffering is sacrifice. Sacrificing of the things that you want, sacrificing of the things that you want to do in order to get the end result. Sometimes that means to leave a job. Sometimes that means losing a job like I did, being laid off, which then had a um, period of suffering of trying to identify and figure out, well, what am I to do next? And so there is no success without a season or some level of suffering. And so where do I start if I know I'm not living my purpose and doing the work that I'm truly passionate about and really feel I'm created to do?
1: Where do you start? You start with looking around you the things that make you happy, the things that you would do if there was no monetary amount attached to it. That's where I would suggest you start. If you can do it without being paid, because there will come, like you said, the season of suffering, there will be times where you go to speaking engagements or you have these clients that you you work with, but You're not established where you should be, and so you do that pro bono sometimes. Um, There will be levels of suffering financially, so you have to look at what do I do on a daily basis that brings me joy, that brings me peace, that relaxes me, that I do it without much effort, and it, it feels right, and it's for everybody else. You're serving someone else. It's not just for you. That's where I would recommend you start at. Your level of service and where you're passionate about and, you know, start there. And if it pays you, great. (laughs) But in the first in the beginning, a check won't always be associated with it. Right. So you have to look at that. What makes me happy to do for other people? And I'm really, really good at that. I could turn it into a business. That's where you start. That's
0: awesome. I always usually use this question that um, I pose to individuals when they're really wanting to identify, you know, what's that one thing I know I can do well that may come hard for other people? But the question I usually ask them is that what is it that you're so passionate about that you're willing to do it for free? And then if you're willing to do it for free, how often do you find yourself doing that thing and you lose track of time? Yes. And that potentially is a great start for you to start moving in to really identifying, you know, what that calling is for you. And then maybe getting a coach, getting someone who can help you learn how to create an economic model behind that passion.
1: Exactly. I'd say that that is probably the only start that you can do um, or have is to see what it is you want to do and that you love. It does. It's not much effort towards it. And like you said, you lose track of time. I knew for me that people always came to me for advice. Mm-hmm. My family, my friends, they always said, hey, you will tell me exactly what it is that I need to hear, not right. what I want to hear. Because people know, don't ask me a question if you don't want to know the truth. <laughs> 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 Which is the where the naked and transparency comes from. Don't ask me if I think... You'd be good at X, Y, and Z if you don't want to know that I'm going to tell you, I think you're great at it. You're natural, naturally gifted at it, but you procrastinate. Mm-hmm. You say wish, shoulda, coulda, and woulda. That doesn't get you anywhere. You've been saying that for years, but you put forth no effort into investing in yourself, perfecting that craft. So, no, I don't think this is your time. Those are the responses that you'll get from me. So uh, people know that don't ask if you don't want to know the truth uh, behind it. And so in that realization of people coming to me and me being able to be candid with them and them accepting and receiving the, the information and then watching their growth. Those are things I love to do. I love to write. I would always have these Facebook posts that were very intriguing, you know, and people would say, why don't you write? Because I don't because I'm, I'm scared. I don't want you to look at what I have to say and judge it. I realized that. And that was one of the things I had to work on, which is why I took the leap of faith and joined two book projects in one year, because I knew it was a time that I told my story and I couldn't tell everybody else to do this. Be transparent, operate in your greatness, be purposeful in your living. I couldn't tell women that, and I wasn't doing it myself. That makes me a hypocrite.
0: Wow. Wow. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So as we continue to talk about, you know, turning our passion into opportunity, into potential income, what's your number one ritual that you practice on a daily basis to stay motivated in life and in work?
1: Oh, my number one ritual to practice and stay motivated in work and in life in general is my affirmations that I say to myself each and every day. I am not defeated. I am a success. I wake up and say that to myself and I look in that mirror that I once was afraid of and I look myself in the eye and I say, you are doing great things. You are a game changer. So by practicing those affirmations and speaking life into my passion and my business and into my family and my home, Is my number one practice, and I recommend it highly because positivity will help you change the way you see things and the way that you think.
0: Affirmations are important. Being able to speak to yourself the truths about yourself or speaking those things I like that scripture, speaking those things that are not as though they already are because you have to see it first before you actually manifest that in reality. And so as we are talking about this passion piece, this piece of really going after that in which is in your heart, you know, at what point did you realize, hey, I can really turn this passion and this desire that I have into a potential business or into income for myself, whether that sometimes is a side hustle or sometimes it's full-time, but you, you came to that realization that I could turn this into potential income. What informed you of that?
1: Well, I would say who informed me of that? And that was April Franks Hunt, a woman recharged. And I will say she has been the best investment <laughs> that I've made in myself. And that is knowing how, like you said, taking what I was passionate about and teaming up, partnering with a coach who understood my passion And supported that vision, but they were really great at coming up with that economic model and how I could make money from it and helping me see that through by ironing the things out, giving me those steps. If it had not been for her, I'm not sure that I would have, uh, you know, the the passion to pursue this as a business Mm -hmm. because it is a lot of work, you know, especially when you're a one woman show. It's a lot of work, but seeing the potential and the possibilities that could come from what I was doing already for free just opened my eyes. And that's what kind of helped me turn that corner.
0: April Frank's Hunt, that's a friend of mine. Also my coach too, you know, that I recently um, became a client of hers about two months ago. And I'm seeing some result already from just working with her and learning how to establish Uh, My business, uh, even in speaking with Markeith Braid Inspires and in coaching with Shift Your Life Coaching. And I have really learned a great deal from April because she's the real deal. She's doing exactly what an entrepreneur, coach, speaker needs to do in order for your business to be successful. And so this is... Maybe a shameless plug for April Franks Hunt, you know, (laughs) look her up, Women Recharged, and she has a group in Facebook called Coach Speak and Serve. So shifters, if if you're interested in learning more about April, go to either one of those resources.
1: Yes, but make sure you are prepared for candidness. (laughs) She will help you get yourself together really quickly.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So as we prepare to kind of come to the end of this podcast, the last piece of the podcast usually is this opportunity that I call the shift zone, where we go into one answer questions that we just like to kind of hear from our interviewees about certain aspects of uh, their everyday life or things concerning their business. And so the first question is what's one online resource that has enhanced your productivity?
1: And one word is what I have. Well, uh, not see. necessarily
0: one word, you could just give us one online resource and kind of explain why. Okay.
1: Well, I would have to say Coach Speak and Serve has been my online resource. And the reason why is because there are so many entrepreneurs who are coming from several backgrounds that, and, and periods in their entrepreneurial journeys. So I would say you have the beginning entrepreneur, you have the mid-range, and then you have the veterans. And I'm able to learn and see the growth you know, and see how people selflessly share information. Um, I'm able to have access to so many resources and do networking where I've established authentic relationships online. So I would say that's my number one resource.
0: What is one book that has had the biggest impact on you?
1: One book. Um, without sounding cliche, I'd say the Bible. Honestly, it has been everything that I needed to go on this in this journey and to walk in my greatness. And so that is the one book that I would say has been the, had the most impact on my journey.
0: What are you currently reading right now?
1: Currently reading within the Bible or just reading in general?
0: Reading in general or if it's a particular book in the Bible, that would be great.
1: Um, well, I'm in Proverbs right now. I'm going through Proverbs in the Bible. But the one book that I'm reading, ironically, is Shift because I wanted to be able to go through the stories of my sisters. There are 20 of us in this book and in the collaborative project. So I've been going through it and just kind of getting to know everybody. Now that I've seen them face to face, I'm able to dive deeper into their uh, their stories. So that's what I'm going through right now.
0: Awesome. And so, before we go into these final series of questions, why don't you talk a little bit about the book shift?
1: Hmm. Well, shift is where I introduce my professional shift. As I was saying earlier, having the career in human resources and what that looked like for me, and then transitioning into being an entrepreneur and walking into the national ambassador position as my Black is Beautiful ambassador. So. That's what shift for me was written. My chapter was written about. But the entire book basically speaks to 20 women sharing our stories of strength, courage and succeeding against the odds. We speak about our emotional shifts, our professional shift, our mindset shift and mindset. That section is amazing. All of them are great in their own right, but that one will help you become aware of yourself, develop the empowerment that you need and the authenticity that you need. And so there's some really great stories in there. And and that's what Shift is about. And it's headed by, it's spearheaded by Nikki Woods of the Time and Morning Show and Nikki Woods Media. So very great um, networking opportunity with, you know, serving on that book project and lifelong relationships that have been established through that as well
0: awesome. Where can the listening audience find that book?
1: The listening audience can find Shift on my website at IamEbony.com and it's under my shop tab. So if you shop there, you can also find Shift and the other book project that I um, worked on with April called Fabulous New Life. Both of those can be purchased from there and I'll even autograph them before I send them to you.
0: Great. We appreciate you providing those resources. So as we wrap up today's podcast, what's one piece of advice that you would give someone who is ready to make the shift?
1: One piece of advice that I would give someone who's ready to make the shift is a favorite quote that I live by and who that has actually gotten me to where I am. And it's by Eleanor Roosevelt. And she simply says, do one thing every day that scares you. Mm. So exchange the fear, that negative energy that you have when it comes to fear. Exchange it for positivity. Go and do it anyway. You will mess up. You will fall flat on your face. But you have to get back up. So do one thing every day that scares you.
0: Do one thing every day that scares you do one thing every day, every single day, that scares you. Yes. What's one exciting thing going on in your business right now that you're really excited about?
1: One exciting thing going on in my business right now is my VIP brunch that I'm doing for single moms. It's coming up October 17th. I'm actually going to have a brunch keynote by Nikki Woods. I have a spa coming in to pamper and do makeovers with single moms. I'm only taking 10 of them, um, but I am taking nominations right now for that. And I'm really excited about it because as single mothers, we lose ourselves a lot in our children. And so this empowerment brunch is for them to be loved on, to be supported, to be empowered and go into their greatness and see themselves naked. And to understand that when mommy is good and mommy is taken care of and she's at peace, then that just trickles down to our children. It should not be make them happy, make them peaceful, and then mommy. That's backwards. Because we can't operate at a half full tank. It can't be almost empty and say that we're giving our children our greatness. We're not. So when we operate from a full tank for ourselves and we care about mommy first, and we're more than a mom, we recognize that that's just one role in our lives and that's not all encompassing to everything that we are. When people ask you what you like to do, you shouldn't say, oh, well, I love going to my child's soccer game. That's not it. What do you like doing? (laughs) You know, so that's the one thing I'm excited about right now is that I'm preparing for this brunch to host these 10 single moms and just pour into them like no other. I'm really excited about it.
0: Sounds like it's going to be an awesome event. Thank you. Tell the listening audience where they can find you online via your website, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, so on and so forth.
1: Okay. Where you can find me on social. I actually have a website. It's Iamebony.com, and that is I-A-M-E-B-O-N-Y. And that is for I affirm me. So that's the reason why it's I am ebony. Um, I'm also on social everywhere. So I love social media. I'm on Twitter at I'm Ebony. And that's I-M-E-B-O-N-Y, as well as my Facebook. They're under the same handle. And my Instagram is under I'm Ebony C. So it's just I-M-E-B-O-N-Y, the letter C for my last name. Somebody has I'm Ebony, and I'm still so sad about it. But um, you can find me on social. If you go to my website, there's tabs there that will get you to everywhere that I'm on. Instagram, Twitter, I'm on Facebook, and um, LinkedIn my LinkedIn and YouTube. So Periscope is my new favorite. So you can find me on those. Yeah. I'll
0: tell you what, there's so much out there that you can be a part of Periscope, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Pinterest, you know, and so sometimes (laughs) you just have to pick and choose which one Mm -hmm. is going to work for you. You know, um, so many people have telling me that I need to start periscoping. And I haven't started yet because it's just one more thing, but it's probably maybe a good platform for me because I just love speaking and doing Mm -hmm. video. So we may try it out.
1: Yeah. I love periscope because it allows you to be more authentic with your audience um, outside of YouTube where you have to, you know, edit the video and post it and, you know, so much work into it where periscope just allows you to connect just as you are And you're connecting live, so your audience is able to ask you questions, to greet you, things that may not be able to be done on YouTube. It's not after the fact. It's right there, then and there. So, I think that'd be a great platform. I've enjoyed it because I have that authentic connection.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Well, Ebony, I thank you for joining us on the Shift Your Life podcast. You gave us some great nuggets to consider, to ponder, to think about. You really have uh, shared uh, your transparency and authenticity with us as much as you could have in these few minutes. And so we are appreciative. Once again, you can connect with Ebony at iamebony.com, which is her website. And then also on her social media, I am Ebony, with the exception of Instagram, it is I am Ebony C, the letter C. So, Shifters, I want to thank you for joining me again for another awesome Shifter Life podcast show. You know, I am excited that you all are sending me comments, sending me encouraging notes and listening every week. Once again, you can go to iTunes and leave a comment, leave a rating for us so that we can continue to provide you great content. And also, it will make us more visible and iTunes for others to be able to download the podcast. I have an exciting opportunity for those of you who listen uh, every week. I am hosting my very first group coaching program called New Life, the New Life Group Coaching Program, and I'm running a special that you can be involved in right now for $99 for the six-week Program. All you have to do is go to MarkeithBraden.com and go to the coaching tab and scroll down to the New Life Coaching Program and hit the buy button. And it will take you straight to the page where you will be able to have a 76% discount for the New Life Group Coaching Program. So go quickly to MarkeithBraden.com. sign up. Also have an opportunity for those of you who have businesses, who have books, who have um, opportunities that you want to make people aware of. I am now opening up my podcast to uh, advertising commercials. So if you would like to advertise on the Shift Your Life podcast, where we have hundreds of listeners every week and thousands of listeners every month listening to the Shift Your Life podcast, I am opening up the podcast 30 second, uh, 15 to 30 second slots to advertise on the Shift Your Life podcast. So if you would like to advertise on the podcast, please email me at markeith at So we have come to the close of the Shift Your Life podcast. And once again, let me thank you for listening. And I hope that you have gained some great and valuable content from today's show. We look forward to meeting with you on next week and having another exciting show for you next week. But until next week, remember, don't allow fear to keep you from living your dreams. Press beyond your fear and go after that in which you're called to do, because I promise you, the rest of your life will be the best of your life. God bless you, Shifters, and have an awesome